good day. Uh, welcome back to Cup and Saucer. We are here again. It's my week. I'm Eric. Uh, I'm joined by Manira and Courtney. Hi. Say hello. Hello. Uh, and we're back to talk about Netflix's The Irregulars. Today we're talking about episode three, uh, Ipsissimus. Am I am I correct in that? Is that how they pronounced it? I- it Ipsimus? felt right to me, but I was never going to commit to that many S's. Sorry. Yeah. Hippopotamus. Yes, the hippopotamus. Yeah, we're talking about that. And we're talking about the fourth episode, I believe, is The Needle and the Knife. I believe is what it's called. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, anyway, we can just start off. Uh, what do you guys think of episode three? The Ipsimus? Ipsimus? Hippopotamus? I liked yep. it. I liked it a lot. I actually like this episode more than I think the fourth episode. I think in terms of like character wise. Um, yeah, there was a lot more character development in the third episode than the fourth. It's also like a big game of Clue and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I was wondering how they were getting off some of these like elaborate setups in like the 10 minute period we're like oh no where's so and so and then you go and there's like this elaborate murder with all these props yes. they're like rigged up and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah. listen i ate it up with a spoon i loved it so much i didn't care about the logistics <laughs> all right well we're gonna jump right in so you guys ready did you wait, yep. did you say whether you liked it or not I did. I did. I liked I liked this episode more than the fourth one, but I think the fourth one is they kind of split up the team. Mm-hmm. So like B has her own adventure, um, which is not very satisfying in the end. Whereas um, we didn't feel name? like that was at least a little bit satisfying or at least got us closer. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll get there, but like, I mean, yeah, it wasn't you terrible. Hold that? You want to hold that in your back pocket? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming back to my thoughts for that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. We we start with B in the Golden Dawn talking to Mycroft Holmes, who we met last week. Uh, he basically gives her kind of a nonsensical explanation, which we'll find out later why. Uh, he says, "Hey, I need you to help me investigate a murder. We're we're the Golden Dawn. We're some um, basically a rich people tarot club. They're they're supposed to be magical and looking into paranormal things." Um, He's basically like, hey, bring your sister, who is, um, he didn't use the term Ipsissimus. We learned that later. But she is uh, talented. And he's basically says, hey, bring her along and come. And I'll say, you guys are my nieces. Uh, I need you to help me figure out who killed our previous, what what are they called? Uh, Magus, Magus, whoever the the leader is in this, uh, the supernatural group. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, like I said, this one literally picks up right after last week's episode with her still in uh, in the Golden Dawn. I did think he was a good host for offering her tea and biscuits, and he had a variety of biscuits. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like I like this. I guess this iteration of my Minecraft. I like, I like this. Yeah, and again, for for the uninitiated, this is a show about British things. So when he says biscuits, he means cookies. So I don't know anything about Sherlock Holmes. So like, this is. The only thing that I know is just this man. Have you seen the, the Robert Downey Jr. movies? Yes, but like if there were other people on the screen, I just oh. didn't care. So you were His brother saying- is in the second one. He's played yeah. by uh, Stephen Fry. Did you see Very large one? Englishman with a crooked nose. Okay, spoiler spoiler alert if you didn't watch the second one. That's the one where she like dies in the first like 15 minutes, right? Rachel yes. McAdams, yeah. I do believe that's where I like tapped out. I'm like... Ugh. 
Sorry. I was okay with it. I was like, eh, you're not really needed. You're gonna you're gonna need to put some respect on Regina George's name. Rachel McAdams' <laughs> name. She is lovely. You're gonna stop. Meh. No, no. She's all right. No, no. I feel Maggie like Gyllenhaal. we no, no. <laughs> I feel no. like we have to go through this for every movie. I'm fighting for these women. Right. You're not gonna do that. You're and not. And Eric is like putting the female female leads on the chopping block. <laughs> You're not going to do that. Anyway, moving along. Next day, we're all headed out to the countryside. Um, What's his name? Leopold is still with them from the night before. He has not gone home. Apparently, he's taking a long weekend to hang out in the slums with his new best friends. Um, Listen, we're becoming a man of the people. (laughs) Yeah. He's still got this fucking, he's still dressed like little Lord Fauntleroy. Like, he does not look like he belongs with them. They're headed out to the a little bit dirtier, so a little bit, yeah. Like you can tell, he hasn't had a a a fucking slave come by and wash his face as he woke up in the morning. Oh, all right. It's getting very pointed. I feel like you don't (laughs) like Leopold, right? He's he's the rich, smart guy. Like we get it. You read books. We need him, but also he's disabled, and I love him. Don't do this. Don't. His best friend is books. Some of my best friends are books. Anyway, and your best friends are books, so right. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they head to this gigantic manor out in the country and they notice, um, what was it called? Fucking book smart McGee knows the name of the tower <laughs> thing. You remember what it was called? I don't remember. His name is Leopold, and no, no I don't remember. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, one of them uh, mentions it must be nice to be rich, so rich that you could just build random towers for no reason. <laughs> Was, was it like, yeah, it is. I think it, it might have been Jess or Spike. Yeah, because he was like, it's basically a glorified like garden ornament. Yeah, of course, because you just need one of those when you're so rich and you you own land. You can just put random things on your land. It's like Sim City. Oh or Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, or Animal Crossing. You can just decide I want this gigantic I'm ornament this on the with, island. You know, yeah, <laughs> just need to put this on my island. That island it does is feel England. good to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we we head to the the to the house and we're introduced to the servants, the very helpful butler. Um, we're also introduced to Mrs. Brown, who Spike refers to as Miss B, who not gonna lie, immediately thought she was it. Did you? Same. Yeah. I was like, she's this was too kind helpful. of a game of Clue. Screw this. I was like, she's too helpful. I Boo. didn't think it was her. Yeah. Um, the the young ladies are taken up as the nieces, so they they don't have to worry about anything. But the uh, the fellows are sent to the kitchens and the the stockyard to do chores. They're supposed to be the additional help for the weekend for this meeting. I love that Spike. Like I saw Leopold and Billy carting around um, Cole. Cole, but Spike knew exactly where to be up under Miss B in that mm-hmm. kitchen. <laughs> I like that he was he was getting the information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you guys can go shovel fucking coal, which also I thought it was kind of fucked up on uh, on Billy to make Leopold shovel coal. It was like he doesn't like him. He's the competition. He doesn't like him, but at the same time, you know, he's sick. Yeah, he's eliminating the competition. He's no, like, okay. If you came to me, you were like, hey, I have hemophilia, and if I get cut, I could bleed to death and die. Don't give me a sharp fucking a bunch of sharp coal rocks and a shovel to do manual labor. Like, make me walk up and down the steps to take it, but like, don't give me the hard thing to do. It's really nice that you think that Spike is not in it for himself. Billy. Spike, yes. But Billy and Leopold, like they're they're just Billy hates Leopold because he's rich. 
No. Um, mm, but he also yeah, hates that, him when yeah, he immediately right. calls him on his, yeah. <laughs> when, when Leopold calls him on his bullshit and he's like, hey, it's not my fault you haven't told B that you love her. I, and I was like, snip, snap, snippity, snap. Mm-hmm. Snip. I was like, snap, 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 <laughs> snap, snap, snap. Yes, Courtney. I called him by the wrong name. I was talking about Billy when I was speaking. I was not ah. talking about Spike, that sweet angel baby. Um, <laughs> I love him and I only want to see good things from him. Do you feel like he's in love with Jess? Because I oh, do. Oh, yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll okay. definitely get there. I also feel like he's going to die, but yes, we'll get Me there. Too. <laughs> it doesn't feel good, Manira. It feels really bad. Guys, I know. He's, he's too precious. He's he going, He's going to die. Billy to die. You know I want Billy nope. to die. Billy, Billy's not going to be the one. You know this. I want Billy to die as well, but I don't feel like that's where we're going, and it makes me. Sad. I feel like Billy needs to die so that uh, that Leopold can get with B, but mm-hmm. that's probably well, also not going to happen. That's not a thing that actually needs to happen. <laughs> Historically, no, it doesn't. But okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, after all that, we're introduced to the rest of the Golden Dawn. We we meet. Um, we meet, yeah, basically, um, Richard Wynn is the one who is dead. He was killed and arranged like a tarot card, but upside down. And then we go to the suspects of the magician, uh, Alan Crawley, uh, R.P. Breakwater, Dion Cross, Gustav Fel- Felkin, Flurkin, uh, Patricia Coleman, <laughs> and Mycroft. Because even Mycroft is a suspect at this point because he's being shady as fuck. I love all those fake names. I do yeah. too. Um, he sends them. He sends off his nieces. He introduces them, basically, so that people aren't suspicious as to why there's two extra people in the house. And he sends them off. To which the very helpful butler goes, "Hey, come here, come here, come here. See that weird painting? Beep boop. It's got a fucking. Uh, it's got like a Scooby Doo thing where you can see through the painting. I thought that the eyes were going to start moving when they. Yeah, I thought they were the going like, to like. And I said, out. "Hey, hey, hey, cut it out. <laughs> I don't want to look at." I was like, this was is really more neat. realistic to how it would be as opposed to like the old, uh, the old, like, um, like clue where like the literal eyes are cut out and you pop your eyes in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, okay, th- this makes sense. Um, anyway, they, they listen to the conversation. They, they find out that, you know, everyone knows that Richard is dead and he was the Magus or Magus, whatever. And they all decide we should vote on a new one right here, right now. Mm-hmm. That's why they're all there. Supposedly. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Um, they go through the very weird ritual where everyone gets a like a weird hat and a weird title i like that you called it a hat and not (laughs) it's what do you call it um i'm thinking cod piece but that's the one that you wear on your crotch i was gonna say (laughs) like a helmet (laughs) i was gonna say sketchy headdresses but headdress that's what i was thinking yes yes that's the word Somebody um, had a goat's head, like eh. yeah, and they all get weird names, like the devil and the the magician and things like that. Anyway, but, they go through this. Um, oh, go, sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. But do the, so. The, they all correspond to like the tarot cards, though, right? Or wrong? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they That's they go through the very strange ceremony, and Gustav is elected as the uh, the new magus magus. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Yeah, even though he clearly didn't want it. It wasn't him. He was the one that was announced. Was he? Yeah, Gustav. He's the first one. No, no, because at the end, Gustav is still there. No, Gustav Gustav died. You're thinking the other one. um, 
uh, Alan. Alan Crawley is the one that's still alive. They keep talking. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Gustav has announced the new Magus, and um, they then they get really weird in their ceremony where everyone like gets butt naked. And they kind of allude to it, but I don't know if they do they do, they do a weird like a weird group orgy thing. It felt like that's where we were going, but like we weren't allowed to show this on Netflix. Yeah, and then uh, Jess comments that um, that RP Breakwater has a weird butt for some reason. They did focus on his ass. He did. Like I don't understand why I had to look at that butt. Like why? What was the point? <laughs> yeah, I was like, one, why are you guys getting naked for this? And two, why why are we focusing on this gentleman's ass? You know why. Yeah. <laughs> um, know. Yeah. Anyway, a- as the night goes along, everyone kind of wakes up out of their sleep. Uh, Spike beforehand, while they're fixing um, tea and everything, Spike's getting all the gossip from Mrs. Brown. He's he tells her, you know, he asks about Sherlock, and then she's like, "Well, I wouldn't gossip." To which he immediately changes his uh, his little grift and he goes oh you know what i appreciate you not gossiping because i wouldn't want to hear any gossip to which she goes oh well then let me tell you some gossip gossip (laughs) and then she gives them all while they're making that tea she's giving them all the tea Mm -hmm. she she lets them know that sherlock hasn't visited in like 15 years that him and mycroft had some type of fight and she knows all the gossip because apparently mycroft comes home to her and tells her all the gossip that he's learned about Sherlock and that he's on the drugs and mm. she gives good tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also mentioned that she don't trust Dr. Watson, which apparently no one trusts Dr. Watson. Yeah. It was a little racy, but okay. Me too. And I was like, this feels racial. Like why, why but can't we trust this? Was, I think we just think it was racial because he's black. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think that that was, we're supposed to not see color in this universe. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was going to, this is one of those magical mythical universes where color doesn't exist. And there is like, there's a very diverse cast, but no one ever mentions it. It's like, oh, okay. I, I would love to live in this fantasy world. Mm, same. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, she mentions to Spike that Sherlock came home one night and hid something up in the attic, to which Leopold and Spike go up to the attic and they find a puzzle box. And uh, I believe the inscription is something that um, that it can only be opened by something worse than the devil, to which, you know, they, they run around and we have a little uh, a little mini romance thing uh uh billy tries to basically tell uh b that he loves her he chickens out she goes up and sees leopold to which she uh she helps him solve the riddle to get the box open where he's like what's worse than the devil and she's like there's nothing worse than the devil and apparently it's in italian so he knows italian because he's a fucking nerd and they they open up the box because the the password is nothing and in the box they find a fancy ass book which is basically sherlock's kind of uh, occult notes. Mm-hmm. I will say, okay, so in that conversation with Billy and B, like Billy was kind of giving her hints, mm-hmm. and she was, I think she was picking up on them and kind of putting them down, putting them back down. Like, no, no, no. I just don't think she sees them that way, and I think that's why it's just not clicking yeah. for her 
I think she does a little bit though, because in the first episode, like when he was all shirtless and about to fight people, she clearly had some weird feelings. But again, I, I don't think, think I don't think, think that's she's just being a horny teenager. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, I think they're all a bunch him. of weird horny teens. Not to mention her her sister Nobody. gives her some advice when they're they're staying the first night and she's like, Well, just when just tell them you're cold and get under the cover and whatever your hands do, you can't be held accountable because your hands just do what they do. Listen. And I was like, Oh, Jess, you're a little whore. That's not what we do. That. We're empowered and we are taking She basically told her whatever happens through the hole in the sheet happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a romantic. She said so. <laughs> <laughs> not with the quiet <laughs> anyway um, also, yeah. wait. also Billy oversees her giggling at Leopold with, yeah well it's even more fucked up because when she's talking to Billy he's like oh I want to see you smile again I like it when you smile and laugh and she's still super serious then she goes right upstairs to Leopold helps him with the book he says some lame ass joke about people who like breakfast and then she's just like okay 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 he he clearly got butt hurt when he walked in and saw her smiling and laughing with Leopold and not him. Sir, can you just are say you Billy you like Billy? Yeah. <laughs> are you Billy? No, I'm just saying he he got his feelings hurt because he couldn't make her laugh. Okay. Yeah, but you internalize that shit. <laughs> like, it's true. What? She he literally said, "I want to see you smile and laugh," and then she and was she just did stone smile first. and laugh. He did. And see then her she smile went upstairs. He saw it. Yeah. <laughs> He went upstairs and and she was just like, oh, giggles o'clock. Let's go. Leopold's the funny one. Listen, as someone who is always turned up to giggles o'clock, I I just have to say, Billy should just know his lane. Like, he doesn't say anything that's funny. He just, he's constantly, you know, feeling that way. But also, he doesn't have the luxury of having all the money and all the houses that Leopold does. I also That's think true. that they know too much about each other mm-hmm. for it to be. Yeah. I mean, in thing, at least defense, between them. He, he could punch Leopold in the face and kill him. Why are you trying to. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, he doesn't have all the things that Leopold has, but a single punch to the face could kill Leopold. Why so he's got. Why are you he's a got Billy some, apologist? But I'm he wouldn't saying. do that because he knows that it would break B's heart. And because yeah. he loves her like more than he hates him. But I also think, like he said, he he hasn't um Billy asked no, um Leopold asked him, Are you going to tell B? Like you could end this by just telling him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm I'm not a twat. Like, I wouldn't do that. He said he said it. He said twat. Yeah, no, those were his, his exact words. <laughs> <He's yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, moving along, um, somebody dead, y'all. Uh, they find the body of Gustav in the the same room where they had the ceremony, and he has been stabbed uh, with eight swords and arranged with the eight swords, which is apparently also one of the tarot cards. Um, and that's when Leopold is like, "Hey, I think somebody is recreating tarot cards." And uh, us as the audience is like, "Yeah, we 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 got that." Thank you for explaining it, though. But yes. <laughs> Um, after that, they all try to leave, which apparently is not possible because someone has put a curse on the, uh, on the, the estate using some other type of magic. That was crazy. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Um, Alan notices, he's like, Hey, my watch says it's nine 15 in the morning, but it still looks, the constellations still look like it's 3 AM. And I was like, Oh, I wouldn't have noticed that, but cool. I guess that's back in the day. Yeah. You learn the constellations and stars and shit. 
also if they're doing like tarot it's more likely that they'd like pay attention to like stars true yeah yeah they were all into astrology and astronomy back then um yeah mycroft comes clean he says hey they're not my nieces they're actually an investigative crew spoiler alert (laughs) yeah they're here to help us solve the murder thoughts then yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they started doing like investigative shit, and I was just like, "Well, some of them go off to do investigations, and then Alan is in there like showing them how to do tarot, and apparently Jesse wants to see, so she grabs the deck, but he grabs her hand, and then she like flashes on all of his stuff, and then she says a bunch of fucked up things about him getting that tarot deck from like his uncle who was dying, and he stole fucked the deck up anyway. Or true, fucked up. Or I mean, true. it was true, but I was like, damn, you couldn't help him a little bit. He was just dying. You're exactly, like, ooh, these fancy ass <laughs> cards. That's what Jesse said. And he was like, he was dying. What was I supposed to do? I don't know. Maybe like get some help. Get yeah, go and get some help. <laughs> like, don't immediately take the cards. Right. Yeah. So you're just a thief. Like you, and that's your yeah. base Straight personality. Up, yeah. She she mentions something about seeing it, and then um, Spike is like, "Oh no, she can like read minds or some shit." Um, Alan sees the tattoo or whatever on her palm. She's like, "Oh, she's an Ipsismus." Um, Ips, we're we're not gonna get this right. She's a fancy psychic lady, um, and she's a true she, psychic. Yeah, she's a true psychic, and she's got all this power, and she can you know go into people's minds, um, and she freaks out and runs away, and everybody goes looking for her. As you do. Yeah. In the meantime, though, um, Billy sees uh, RP, the the novelist, running around the halls, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And then he swears him to a secret. We found out what the secret is later um, when they start interviewing people. Mm-hmm. First, they interview, um, what is her name? Sorry, I'm going back through my notes. The actress. Patricia. Patricia is the uh, the one that they interview and she comes in and she's drinking a whole bunch of uh, liquor and she mentions that she was up already drinking with Miss Brown, you know, because she's trying to get all the tea from her as well. Uh, she's the only one. Yeah, she's the only one that they get to interview because by the time they they go to get anyone else, they realize that the other two people, uh, R.P. Breakwater and uh, what's the other young lady's name? Dion are dead together together so yes um and right when they walk in like uh, billy is mentioning he's like hey he made me swear to secrecy or something um and then when they walk in they find out that oh well they were actually lovers and he was up going you know he was in her room they were doing some late night math so <laughs> we find them dead and also posed in another tarot thing uh, i believe that one was also just called the lovers it is yeah um so they're dead that was sad I was and, sad. Like that one actually like made me kind of sad. Yeah. Well, they noticed that um one of them in their dying uh right before they died scrawled out um Greek numerals XI and then they realized that, that corresponded with a card that meant the devil, which was Mycroft's title when they did the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So they go and they think Mycroft is it. Um Mycroft is like, "Nope, it's not me. Maybe it's somebody else." That's when they all kind of piece it together that it is um Patricia Patricia's got her hands on Jess. Yep. And by the time they realize that uh, Jess has ran into Patricia and she's using some other type of spell to make her um, fall in love with her and do whatever she says. Mm -hmm. So she can steal her power. 
Yep. Which kind of sucks because at that point, like they were killing people too fast for us to really get this whole clue vibe going anymore. I thought they were going to reveal that it was Mrs. Brown. Same. You, you really wanted it. I did Mrs. want Mrs. Brown. Mrs. Brown I, thought who, I was like, yeah, yeah, you fucking tell these people. You have to sit here and listen to their bullshit all the time. Kill them and take their magic. The moral of this week's episode is Eric says eat the rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or punch them in the face and they'll bleed to oh. death. <laughs> my gosh stop it (laughs) um yeah they basically put together that they weren't trying to spell out uh xv they were trying to spell xvi which would be the next card down which was um i don't remember what hers was was. i I think so something like that something like that but it it was patricia's card they realize Mm -hmm. it's her by the time they realize it they go looking for jess um they figure out that she wants Jess's power, and if she gets Jess to sacrifice herself as a ritualistic suicide, then she will absorb her power and become an ipsismus. Ipsismus. Hippopotamus. <laughs> uh, and then they have to track her down, and they figure out that um, one of the other clues was that uh, in the, the, the next tarot card was leading to the location, the the weird building that they erected in front of the uh, the house. So they all get running, um, and that's when we kind of get the the weird revelation that Spike is in love with Jess. Did you yeah. guys feel that? Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 She she um, Patricia casts another spell on her, and she's like, "Hey." grab onto this pole and nothing else can touch you, which is apparently a lightning rod. And she conjures like a, a storm that's going to strike the thing and kill Jess. And then she'll take her powers. And, you know, when Spike gets up there, he tries to convince her that, you know, you don't love her. You love me like a brother or like something that you want to hug. And mm-hmm. she eventually breaks out of it because of willpower. Um, yeah. Did you and, put air quotes around the willpower? Yes, willpower. You can't see the air codes because okay. this is audio. But yeah, she breaks out and um, she tries to get Alan, uh, Patricia tries to get Alan to help her kill Spike so that she can then kill uh, Jess. And Alan doesn't says he work. Can't do it. Yeah, he says he can't well, do it because apparently starts he's getting tempted by that power and he's like, yeah, but also she's going to kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He proves that he's not a, the absolute worst, even though he did watch a man die just to steal his tarot cards. His uncle. Um, his family yeah. member. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they they, they uh, basically push her onto the lightning rod. She gets struck instead, and then uh, Patricia is dead. Yeah. When I tell you, I was so excited. I said, "Yeah, bitch, that's why you're zapped up." I'm so. Did excited. you really say zapped up? I sure did. Zapped I said, up. Zapped up, bitch. You got zapped, bitch. <laughs> she did. She looked like a Cynthia doll. <laughs> she did look like a. She Cynthia did, yeah. Doll. Um, we then find out from Mycroft that he was basically under her spell as well. That's the only reason they brought Jess there. Uh, Mycroft also reveals that he is not really a member of the uh, the Golden Dawn. He is undercover for basically the British Secret Service. Um, he is like the only member of this paranormal uh, investigation group. And he was trying to get in to learn, you know, all their, their deal. Uh, he then also mentions to them that Sherlock was the person that he originally sent in and Sherlock got into deep and got into all the magic shit. And now he is apparently a magic and opium junkie. Mm, Yeah. And that he has not seen him in close to a decade. 
It happens. Like, it happens like that sometimes. Sometimes you go for the magic and then you stay for the opium. Mm-hmm. You know, they got that good booger sugar. Is it? Is it? Would it be booger sugar? I think that's what what Patricia was snorting. She had the little thing, and she's like, "I do know that she was snorting. She was snorting yes, cocaine. The but... red, the red stuff that the the queen had from Bridgerton. She also yeah. liked that good snuff. Listen, she had the same out. same uh, the same uh, boat guy. <laughs> we'll this would be around the same time. <laughs> Patricia's not getting the same. Not getting the same that the queen is getting. You don't know. She she has a. He said she was a very successful actress and she's very good. So listen. She might have. She might have gotten might. that good stuff. Plus, she she knows magic. She could have like you know, finessed the guy to bring her the best stuff before it gets to the queen. I'm I'm gonna say it now. This and Bridgerton, same universe. Boom. Really? Maybe really? I don't know. They treat black people <laughs> with respect, so it's clearly a <laughs> mythical universe. <laughs> this is this is the the English fantasy MCU. Yeah, like black people, Asian people, they are just walking around. Some yeah. are wearing real nice clothes. Some are. Nobody is spitting on them no. or making them into slaves. No. Yeah. Which, if you don't know, it's quite popular at the time. Mm-hmm. So you might be right. I'm, I'm just saying they're both on Netflix. This is on the other side of town, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, I don't think we talked about it, but uh, we did get the news this week that um, no, we didn't talk Lord about Hastings it. <laughs> will not be back for season two of Bridgerton. No, the Duke of Hastings. And my apologies. I was like, who's Lord Hastings? I mean, he, I guess he can be if you want. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a, a duke is a lord, or I don't know how it works. Uh, I just feel so disappointed. Manira would know; she follows all the royalty shit. That's not how it works. You can say my lord and stuff like that, but that's not that's not how it works. I'm just so sorry. Yes, just no, you take bit. the floor, Courtney. How are you doing? Yeah, I, it's not. I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I just really thought that I'd get more cameos. And then also, how will we, you know, math in the library and math in the math uh, in the crypt and math everywhere. Apparently, that was supposedly always the plan. He only signed on for one season and the second season is about to be uh, supposed to be about another character, which I believe is Anthony, which yes. no one likes. And listen, that's fine. Like, I don't need you to be in every episode, but maybe you could be. I'll say the like, the rumor three. is they offered him fifty grand an episode to come back for like three to four episodes for the second mm-hmm. season, and he was like, and said, "No." I was on Saturday Night Live. Did you hear that he went up for this role? I guess in this some sort of prequel, like show to Superman, which I mean, we've already done this a million times, but they basically allegedly denied like turned like basically told him they didn't want him for the role because he was black that makes sense it does make sense especially after hearing about some of the writer's stuff for that lois and clark show Mm -hmm. and then also hearing about people being mad that uh in this universe lois and clark uh lex luthor is black but he has to be the bad guy wait is he black yeah, their version is after all of the um, the Crisis on Infinite Earth stuff. There's another universe's Lex Luthor, and he is uh, they call him Captain Luthor, and he's black. I'm not gonna watch it, but I do want to see what who he is. It does have incredible production value. Like they sunk some money into that, which apparently they didn't feel like sinking into the any of the other CW shows. Ooh, that was that was shady. There's no need to get personal with Grant it's Gustin. True. 
There's no need to get personal with Grant. He's. I would say between his show and the Superman show, those are the only ones that get the big budget special effects. I just, I don't know. know. It's not that I like needed him to be in the series, but I'm just like, damn, like, all right, well. Well, he said he's open to come back later. Like if the the story requires it. Maybe we'll see him in season three or, you know, maybe if he's got nothing going on towards the end of season two, he comes back and he's like, hey guys, I was just off, you know, raising babies with me and microbangs. I (sighs) I don't know why they had to tell us. I feel like that. Was yeah, like you could have yeah, like died with the lie for there. Yeah, yeah. They, if season two could have started, it would have been all about Anthony, and I would have been like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we're we're following him this season, because apparently that's how the books play out too, where it's about mm-hmm. the the Bridgerton family, hence the name. Yeah, yeah. not the Hastings. <laughs> they got nobody. It's Dad's what? dead. <laughs> no, the Hastings actually have microbangs. Microbangs shouldn't be there either. She should yeah. be with the babies that they're making. They only have one either baby way, right yeah. now, and we'll never see any oh. other ones because we'll never see that <laughs> man again. Spoiler, spoiler alert. They make more babies. They make more babies. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, uh, I mean, we're still gonna watch it. Yeah, no, yeah, we're still gonna podcast it. Yeah. Just, now we're sad because. It's literally going to be all about Anthony. Yes, it's just like my little piece of, of like I favorite character. <laughs> just so cringe. Now the love interest is gorgeous. She's, She's very pretty, stunning. Yeah. So I mean, like I'll be here for her. Hopefully, you know, they'll write her with like a half decent personality. Benedict. Maybe still he there. gets like uh, kicked in the head by a horse, and she has to like nurse him back to health, and we don't have to see him doing any acting. Oh my god, that this, happened this a lot so... back then. People get kicked in the head with by horses. It's just so violent. They're I've dangerous animals. That's not what happened. That's not in the story. Did no. you know that Microbangs in real life is dating Pete Davidson? Yeah, no. Really? That. Yeah. It's weird. It it's is weird. I don't know what it, I don't, this is not what this podcast is about, but it bothered <laughs> me so much. And I'm just like, look at her. Pete Davidson. Now she gets to be the freaking star of the show. And here I am. Is it the, is it the bangs that anger you? I say, were you holding yes, out for we, Pete Davidson? Because no, clearly, oh uh, honestly, you you could pull you him. Could He's Pete him, Davidson. Right. <laughs> he it's looks not, like an anemic zombie. It's not hard. It's not hard. Apparently, it's um, not. no. I Pete Davidson is not my personal type, but you know, hey, if he's your type, go for it. All I picture her is with those little tiny bangs in that little Regency dress, holding Pete Davidson's hand, and I'm just like, oh, this the is annoying. That I saw she was she was dressed normal. Yeah, I know, but I don't. It's weird to think about her normal. <laughs> but do I you only... think of? Do you think of? Um, uh, I want to call him Regents, but that's not his name. Reggae. It's yeah. Re- reggae. Yes. Do you? Yes, I think you... of him. I think of him in his Regency wear as well. But because I've seen him on Saturday Night Live, I know he wears regular clothes. <laughs> well, I yeah. See, the first thing him. I saw him in right. was that other show, that Shondaland show that got canceled, the um, where they're all like junior lawyer uh-huh. lawyers. Yeah. I love that show. I didn't I see that. I thought it was pretty good. I was a little upset that it got canceled. Yeah. Was that your first Shonda Rhyme show that you ever watched? Yes. Really? Yeah. I didn't want to come into Grey's British Anatomy in like in season 17. No, he had an American accent. He was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. 
Listen, anyway, you can always uh, go back to Grey's Anatomy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right, I was going to say, that Grey's Anatomy slander will not fly here. No, I didn't want to come in like season 14. It, it's been on the air like fucking Supernatural. I tried to watch Supernatural and they were like already season 20 or whatever. And I was like, this isn't for me. This has a clear audience of like women in their 40s who love these dudes running around and like fighting Chupacabra. <laughs> it's it's not for me. <laughs> But, you know, listen, Grey's Anatomy has a little something for everybody, I think. And if you want to start on season one, it's right there on Netflix. It is. I was say, uh, I, I got my Sandra O. Oh. She she went to Killing Eve. I'm good. I don't need to go back. <laughs> and she's in um, Invincible. Invincible, yeah. For however I don't, I don't need I don't need what's her name uh, from. Ellen Pompeo. Yeah, I was gonna say, why are you being mean to Meredith? Please don't talk about she was in old school. She was like the the love interest in old school from like two thousand three. But she's Meredith Gray here, and we don't talk bad about Meredith Gray. Absolutely. Anyway, episode four, both the needle and (laughs) the knife. Episode (laughs) four. This one's gonna be fast because not a lot happened. Like as far as characters, there's a couple of like little things. No, and it was sad. And well, gross. yeah. Uh, basically, it starts with uh, someone getting knocked out and strangled, and then having their face cut off. And it was so graphic. They were like, dis- like describing the like, yeah. Oh, they they were they talking to make about it like how to like, cut no, the no. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were like, oh, well, that's what makes it an art form. Um, and when the cop shows up, he chases this guy, and then when he looks around the corner, <laughs> he's like, it's just this tiny little woman. She's like, hey, leave leave me alone. I didn't I think I they would no show money. you the face, but they showed you the face. Yeah, when when yeah, they pulled it I off don't... and it was like, ooh, mm-hmm. look at me, I'm leather face. No, no, no. No, no, no. The and then they like showed the out. face with oh, no yeah. face. Yeah. It was just muscle mm-hmm. and like eyeball. Yeah, I it did get a little why? gory. I was like, oh, okay. Dang. Well, I mean, this is Netflix. So they can right. they can do that. I wish they would tell me <laughs> like beforehand to say, hey. You want a disclaimer? Maybe yeah. just a little like, hey, queasy stomachs beware. Uh, also, I think we we might have skipped over a little bit in the last episode. Um, B, when they're they're all back in in London proper, she decides to go and try the trick that uh, Jess tells her to get into the under the cover with Leopold, and it's working for a second. And then he gets to the back and he finds uh, the back of Sherlock's book and finds a picture. Just find come to find out that's dun, B's dun, mama. Dun. That's yep, mom. dun dun dun. That's my mom. Fade to black. Delightful. Is that your B voice? Yep, I can't okay. be a young British woman. That's <laughs> no, me, mum. I would just she she sounds like a blow me. Yeah, a, a deck scrubber now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's me, mum, isn't it? <laughs> I I only know like like Dick Van Dyke from fucking uh, Mary, Pop- from Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins. <laughs> and then Top Boy. Those are my two. I, there's no in between there. So these girls are going to get Dick Van Dyke or Top Boy? Yep, you're yeah. getting Top Buck, Buck, Buck. Mine's on the road, isn't it? No. <laughs> come on, come so, on now. So, we got no. Sherlock, isn't it? No, come on. So the it's the I liked it. The, I, I know you excited. do. <laughs> I know. That's why I have to cut it out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, basically, the her, <laughs> yeah, her and Leopold start talking, and, and he's like, hey, I'm going to give you a kiss. And even though he tells her yeah, she he smells did. funny. They kiss. Yep. They kiss and then he immediately fucks it up. It's the, the bells do though. Yeah, like, his Cinderella bells. He has to run home before he, you know, turns into a pumpkin. He does, or else he's right. about to get a whoopin' from his mother, the queen. You're gonna <laughs> he's royalty. 
Also, why haven't they sent out this fucking guy that's always watching over him to be like, hey, I don't like him. Go, he gives me a pervert vibe. Leo. He does seem a little weird. Yeah, like, okay, why are you so invested in me? Like, relax. It's his job. It, it is his job to make sure that Leopold <laughs> doesn't care. die. I'm grown. Well, if he's, he's not, not grown. He's 17. First off, that's like old enough. Don't, he's not. I mean, baby bangs, time, yeah. Baby Bangs was a pregnant by 16, so. He's not out <laughs> in society. We find that out in this episode. He's not yeah. grown yet. No one's really seen him or know what he looks like. That's why he's able to walk around amongst the pores. So True. yeah, no, like no, guys, that guy is his handler because he is a baby in royalty sense. So stop. stop. Fine, I hate well, him though. He mentions that when you know when he hears the bells, he's like, "Oh, I gotta go, but I'll be back," and uh, that immediately pisses off B because she's like, "Oh well, clearly you got other things going on outside of us, and you don't care about us because you really are just a tourist." And he's like, "No, no, I'll be back. I'll be back tonight at 10. And, you know, like I said, he immediately fucks up that first kiss that he got and runs along. The, the mm. first and the second, because she was giving him, they, she went back for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, if they didn't have no investigation, you know, they, they were looking at the picture and he was like, oh, well, maybe we go back and try that cover thing again. It's like, nope, got to go. Bell's ringing. Wait a mm. minute. Wait a minute. Nobody said anything about the cover thing. Well, she, she calls him a dabbler, which is what uh, what Billy also calls him. Okay, so, uh, all right, so I have a question. I'm just going to ask it here. Mm -hmm. So they're going to break up this couple because she's going to find out that he's Richie Rich. Oh, yeah. Right? Definitely. Listen, I feel like if we might we're not, find that if we out don't have racism six. in the show, we have it's to have classism. classism. Yeah, like you can't yeah, have yeah. like both. You, if you're going to ha- not have one, you can't have to have the other. I'll take classism over racism. That's For sure. It. Yeah. But I wanted it to be something different. Yeah. Well, I, I would, yeah, I would rather take classism. Um, anyway, um, Jess, I mean, B shows everyone the, the picture and they're like, oh, you sure that's your mom? She's with Dr. Watson. Um, oh. They go to visit the grave, her grave again. And she's like, hey, someone's leaving all this booze here who gets drunk at a fucking, uh, at a gravesite. So she's like, hey, let's go see Dr. Watson. And then, you know, we'll try to find Sherlock because he's clearly in the house. And they go and visit Dr. Watson. And he's like, hey, I have another case for you guys. Someone's cutting off faces. Um, and I believe you mentioned that the the murderer was found 10 days earlier murdered, mm-hmm. which made no sense. And so they go down to uh, to find out, you know, all this, this murder shtick. Because there's a um, police officer... Yeah, captain? Uh, is it the captain. Uh, I want to say Detective Lestrade. Okay. Lestrade, yeah. oh, Inspector Lestrade. Lestrade. Yeah. Also the from the Sherlock Lestrade. series, he, he's typically in there somewhere. You know, being a real heel to Sherlock because he don't trust him. I remember like, that guy. Sherlock, you're <laughs> all strong. You're all smart, and I don't like it. Want some old school dumb dumb cop stuff? Uh, apparently, in this one, he is uh, kind of a religious zealot. And a douche. It got weird. <laughs> yeah. It did get very weird. Um, they go and see Watson, and she tries to run up and see if Sherlock's in his room. He's not. Watson says some really fucked up things, like, you guys are basically just, you know, you belong to me, and, you know, he, he does this weird hand motion. He's like, you guys are pebbles in my hand, and if I don't like it, I'll crush you. Mm-hmm. I was like, that seems... 
excessive weird yeah also <laughs> watson is really a, a rich asshole like he keeps throwing his money in their face i was gonna say it's like it's it's a little off-putting the way that they've got him yeah i don't right? i don't love the way that they're writing him it just makes it like very difficult like if at some point we're supposed to find sympathy with him it's going to be very difficult to find yeah also in the previous episodes did he have a twirly mustache because i feel like he had a twirly mustache in this this new episode like his mustache got longer and you know a little bit twirlier yeah did he get did he get like 1920s villain twirly mustache or did i just (laughs) miss it in the other episodes i don't remember there being a twirly yeah we don't really know what he's doing behind the scenes maybe the case that he's working he had to have his mustache extra twirly that day Twirly twirls. maybe just some some beeswax in there that's how they used to do it um more you know yeah do 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 (laughs) anyway um he kicks them out and he's like hey don't ever come in here don't ever go looking for sherlock um so b is like well i'm gonna go look for sherlock Mm -hmm. and the uh the rest (laughs) of the crew is like let's go talk to inspector lestrade let's do our actual job (laughs) yeah he only wants jess because he heard that jess has an ability from watson yeah, and then he makes her feel like shit, and it's yeah. also rude as fuck. Yes, he's very. I'm rude. just like, um, you need my help. I don't need. He's your literally help, down honey. there, like twirling his his rosary beads. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't trust you. You're a demon, and he says a bunch of weird shit about you know. But you're religion. gonna help me. The yeah. Fuck, uh, first off, I am going to make sure that I give you bad clues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, as they're walking through um, there, they go to where the last spot that, that everyone saw that the guy that got his face cut off alive, which is the uh, the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the name of the bar? It's like the, the the pig and the hen or something like that, or the dove and the owl. Something like that. You know what I'm talking about. I do. I yeah. do, but I can only see the taxidermy place now. Yeah, it's the something and the something. Anyway, as they're walking through the crowd, uh, Jess accidentally brushes up against uh, uh, kind of disheveled man and she gets her little flashy thing and she's like wait that's the guy but it's not the guy i have his memories but i have her memories it's someone else and then she kind of gets the clue that they have to go to the taxidermy shop she stayed in that memory a really long time mm-hmm. yeah she was getting um, all the information yeah um while they're doing that on the way to the taxidermy shop um b goes and sees mrs hudson which is the first time we see mrs hudson who is also from the sherlock books she typically is like um she's from the books and the the show if you've ever seen the bbc show she's like the the housekeeper nanny um i guess she owns the house and rents it to sherlock and uh and watson Mm -hmm. apparently she owns a lot of property so good for you mrs hudson i mean you could tell by the way she was dressed yeah um, yeah, as, as Manira mentioned, she had that tiny little hat, the, the little Adebisi hat that somehow stayed on her head, I'm assuming with like bobby pins or something. She was pulling it off. So good for her. And a full, uh, it was, I think it was a fox fur. Yeah. She was, she was doing it. She was putting her money very much into her wardrobe. Mm-hmm. She wasn't putting it in the properties because no. the, uh, the gang apparently just lives in a basement with a bunch of weird machinery and no stairs. Did so you they... hear her propositioning that kid before she, before he left? Yeah. He, she was like, up. oh, well, if you need to work out some other way to pay, mm-hmm. I was just waiting for her to like smack him on the ass. Same, same. If B wasn't there, she may have. He I, I think she like, would have stunned it either way. Yeah. yeah. You know, smack him on the ass, give him a little honk honk. It's like, oh, okay, Mrs. Watson. I mean, <laughs> this is inappropriate behavior either way, but like, it's refreshing to see it from a woman. 
listen, sexual assault from both from both yeah, ways. It's bad no matter what, but in, in this realm of it's sci-fi nice fantasy, it yeah, it's nice to switch it up. I'll take it. <laughs> Not I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been a creepy, like they could have gender swapped it and it had been Mr. Hudson and he would have been picking on a, a young woman and then we would have all been very cringy. Oh, like, oh yeah. Uh, well, we I mean, listen, I was cringy about this one. I was like, get out of there, little guy. Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Not little guy. Yeah. Uh, she goes to, to Mrs. Hudson and Miss, she asks him about, uh, she asks her about Sherlock. And she's like, oh, well, he's a junkie. And um, I don't, I haven't seen him in a long time. He lives up there. Don't trust Dr. Watson because he's, you know, the worst. Um, she calls Sherlock a junkie and a bum or a drug addict and a bum. She knows that he's on that, uh, He's on that booger sugar or that opium because that's what they were doing back then in the in the books sherlock does cocaine but he does it like this is they were written before like cocaine was like a bad thing and they were like oh he uses that fancy medicine from south america and it gives him lots of pep that you know thing as one does coca-cola out of yep <laughs> yes. You know, that stuff that people drank back in the, the you know, the 1910s. And they're like, oh, my God, I've got so much energy. Let's clean this whole house. Absolutely. Top to yep. bottom. <laughs> Top to bottom. I can I can feel my hair growing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she she basically gives her a clue. She's like, hey, um, Sherlock goes to the what is it? The Phoenix which is in Limehouse to, to, which is basically a big drug den. That's where people go to score. Um, she shows up there and that's when she runs into home. I mean, uh, Watson, who is also there looking for Sherlock because mm. he don't know where the fuck he is either. You're not so smart now, are you? He's like, I always pick him up from here. Mm-hmm. Well, not today, honey. Yeah. And she pulls a fast one and she's like, Hey, that guy's a cop. But she talk, <laughs> but she, she did it in a way that it's like, move away from the dead the Cry woman that you just that you just asking yeah questions. just questioning like a fucking cop <laughs> yeah hey, she questions a, another you know? <laughs> yeah she questions her like fucking batman she's like, where is he and you know <laughs> as soon as she's like oh that guy that, that bloke's a cop get him and then the other lady gets up and she's like wait you were just questioning me you're a cop too so then she's on the run and it's fucking out of her opium coma like that yeah she was like oh i don't like cops i love drugs but i don't love cops you gotta get out of here too you're fucking up my high so they both run off and they end up hiding in a closet together to which uh holmes is continuing to be a dick to her and he's like oh well uh, I mean, Watson is continuing to be a dick to her. He's like, well, you're not better than me. I'm smarter than you and I'm richer than you. And, Boop, you know, my mustache is awesome. You don't have one. So, boom. <laughs> yeah. What if I just took a, I would have just been like, what if I just took a pipe and bashed your head in? Yeah. Like, what if? <laughs> it had nothing really? to do with the story, really? <laughs> but it made me so mad because I'm just like, you're being mean, but you need her help, user. <laughs> I know that it's going to come around, but they are laying it very heavy that he is just a dick for dicks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he basically tells her, you know, we're, we're done. Don't ever come to my house again. No more jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mm, maybe, maybe not of, maybe not have done that. You'll need um, him for something else. Don't worry. Oh yeah. Uh, he'll be back to her by the next episode. Sure. <laughs> um, anyway, they we flash back there at the taxidermy shop where uh, they find that the young woman that they saw in the flashbacks works. Uh, they head into the basement uh, and we find out that Mr. Dixon says that he hasn't seen her. 
Um, she's not her. He's not her father. He just works for her. Uh, she just works for him. Um, she's like a seamstress or whatever, or someone who works with dead animals in a taxidermy shop, which I didn't know was a big thing. But I guess that's where Miss Hudson is getting those fox pelts. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking around, she opens <laughs> up a cupboard and you find a whole bunch of faces, just faces stuck on mannequin, mannequin heads. heads. Oh. Oof, little Arya Stark. Good lord. Mm-hmm. Yuck. <laughs> um, yeah, that's when we find out she she flashes back to the memory and she finds out that um uh what is her name? Jesse. Not Jesse, uh Jesse is is uh is our Ipsissimus. Clara is her name. Uh she finds out that she was in the bar one night, she got super drunk, a bunch of dudes, you know, convinced her to go upstairs for some math. Um, she does a whole bunch of long equations. Uh, and then she comes out later and she's like, oh, um, I think I'm pregnant. And we're like, oh, OK, well, maybe, you know, maybe she lost the baby, something like that. Uh, no. Or just died. <laughs> yeah, because you were talking about the long, long, <laughs> long division. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she had to show her work and everything. Are you all right? <laughs> I think she's dead. <laughs> And I lost it. I hate you. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. Uh, basically, we find out that she had been sexually assaulted by all four of these men. Um, and when she, we get another flashback later where she's like, she's talking to another patron of the bar. And she's like, oh, I think I'm pregnant. Um, she's like, no, no, you're not pregnant. You have syphilis. And you will never get pregnant. And I don't blame her. Chop those faces off, girl. Again, this is a long time before uh, we had cures for syphilis. So. Basically, and it was so sad. All she wanted Um, was a family because she already felt weird and shit. Yeah, she has no family. family. Yeah, she just wanted it. She just wanted a baby and a family. Um, So we find out the motivation and why she's cutting off faces. She's already killed the four men, but then we find out she has another. Um, she goes back and she wants to take the the bar owner who saw it happen, who did nothing, um, and he lied about it because when they originally went up there, he he said that she was a prostitute, even though he knew that she wasn't. Um, so she comes back later to get his face as well, and she gets Snatchy. it. Snatchy. Yep, she she takes his face and then she goes to to live his life with his family and children. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets away harsh. with it for for a couple hours, mm-hmm. which is fair. Seemed they nice. Had a lovely, they had a lovely time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a little apartment upstairs. Um, they show up. Uh, the gang shows up. And while all this is happening, we, we go back to the fancy estate in the country. And Leopold is his uh, his keeper has apparently set him up on a date. And at his sister's birthday party, they're going to have, you know, his coming, what do you call out. It? A coming out ceremony where he's, you know, introduced to the public coronation well no no not a coronation just a coming out did anybody feel like that girl looked like Cressida I was like hey get out of here you got your own show <laughs> okay wait his sister or no, the that, oh the, the black bitch. and white okay <laughs> listen okay so I hate her but her outfit lovely cute yeah yeah but no I hate her but yeah she did look like Cressida <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, during during this party, he's there and um, 
this new girl that he's met, he, he's apparently, he's charming the pants off all these girls. Um, and she takes him outside. She gives him a little bit of uh, that good stuff. Molly, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Ye it could have been opium, Molly, any of those. Mm-hmm. She she gives him some of the good stuff. And uh, he realizes that he doesn't want to be there. He wants to be with B. He well, starts tripping, tripping. He realizes <laughs> it because a girl is like getting sick. And he goes, hey, should we help her? And she goes, why? Because she's an intention. I gotta go. It's like you don't have yeah. it. Right. <laughs> you don't have it. You don't have it. Compassion. About him. Yes. I love that about him. <laughs> and she still didn't get it. She didn't get it. Yeah. She didn't. Uh anyway. Dress beautiful. Yeah. Back at the bar, uh, Inspector Lestrade busts into place. You know, he's waving his gun around, he's talking, he's, you know, <clears throat> yelling that he's there to kill the demon. Mm-hmm. Um we don't know what happens, although we learn very soon after when Spike and uh, Billy and Jess show up and Lestrade is sitting at the bar and he's like, oh, she ran off. Um, you know, he's sitting there with the first dead body. He's like, she ran off into the woods. Go chase her. Um, and when they follow behind, yeah, when they when they follow behind, Jess is with Lestrade and she's, you know, for some odd reason, Lestrade is being nice to her, even though he'd been a huge dick earlier. And that's when Jess basically figures out, like, oh, well, you killed Lestrade and you took his face. So come on and out. Good. He was an asshole. Take his yeah. face, too. <laughs> Get well, rid of him all. She mentions, like, she's like, hey, I need to touch your arm and figure out, you know, where you got your powers. And she apparently, you know, once she found out she had syphilis, she was praying and whatever evil entity is giving people powers gave her her powers to basically shapeshift when she cut off people's faces. Eric, we know the evil right. entity. It's um, <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> Well, well, we'll, we'll, man. we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> He's been yeah. shucking and jiving every single episode. Yeah, at the beginning of this episode, she uh, she saw Uncle Ben, uh, Mississippi <laughs> Man. He he basically says, "Hey, uh, 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 sorry to ask you, little mama, but uh, I need you to do something." <laughs> Not <me."> little mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but for real, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, she's like, "Hey, did you? Are, will you kill again?" And she lets her go. She's like, I didn't mean to kill Lestrade. He was going to kill me. Uh, it was kind of self-defense, which I kind of believe because he was a shitbird. Yeah. Um, so she lets her go. And then she tells Billy and Spike, like, oh, she overpowered me. And she took my gun and ran off. And, <laughs> that was the know. lamest overpowering I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I when they get like back. She could have just told Billy and um, Spike, like, she was a, she's not going to do it again. And I let her go. Bye. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Well, Billy makes a good point when they get back to the house. He's like, "Hey, uh, a police detective is dead, and we were at the scene, so maybe some people are going to come looking for us." And your bullshit story about being overpowered by an also ninety-pound girl is probably not going <laughs> to not going to cut it. I mean, she could be. Yeah. She was ninety-five pounds, and I'm only ninety. Yeah. Oh, she had eaten <laughs> today, legend. unlike me. <laughs> right, skinny legend. <laughs> I feel like they don't eat very often. I've never like seen they, them put anything in their mouth. No. no. Like they, they split a loaf of bread once a week. First off, they can't even pay rent. You think they can eat? Nope. <laughs> I've never seen them I've never seen them take a shower or a bath in that dirty water that's always running. No. I've never seen them put anything in their mouths or drink anything. No. Well they no. did they drink some tea in the last episode that Mrs. Brown made them. No Which I thought all was I saw was poison. Leopold drinking that tea. I didn't or um was Spike drinking it? I thought it was one of the boys was drinking no, it. No, it was I Billy. Billy was drinking it. the tea because yeah. Yeah, he Billy and B were questioning 
at the same time. Also, I thought the tea was poisoned. They were showing yep. it too, too often. And I was like, yeah, I thought, that she, I thought that's why I thought it was Mrs. B. I thought yes! she was poisoning I them. I thought she was poisoning or them. Like, and then um, giving them sedatives or something to make them fall asleep or something. So that she could rig them bodies up. Mm-hmm. I never I thought that about Mrs. B. <laughs> you Sorry. trust Mrs. B too much. I do. An old lady that's willing to spill the tea? Yeah, give me that. See, this is this is why you'd be a bad mob boss because you trust the help too much. Oh no, no, no! I'd be Spike saying like, "Oh yes, no, I too believe like you believe." Let's not let's not spill that tea. Um, but so you'd like tea. to spill me that tea? Thank you. <laughs> anyway, back at the house, um, Jess goes to sleep. She meets up with the uh, Mississippi man again, uh, or is it Louisiana? It's Louisiana. Louisiana. He's Uncle Ben. <laughs> He he's like, oh yeah, you did a good job, little mama. Uh, anyway, I need to show you something. Uh, he grabs her arm and flashes. They're in a new location. They're not at his little, uh, you know, a big daddy's mansion from Django and Chain. They're on a boat, and he's like, oh yeah, I wanted to show you. I'm on my way to London. I'm gonna be there in a couple of days to see you. And we're he gonna, gonna be there in a room. couple of days. All right, creepy as fuck. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that it wasn't that it wasn't scary for you. Mm-hmm. I just don't we're like gonna, this like song this of the problem. south. Act like why? Why no. is he this? Why no. is he? Mm-hmm. I don't no. understand. Like I you know why that's... he's this. You know why he's this? Because they don't see re- racism. It's um classism that they see, so they can make him a tap dancing negro. That's why. I don't but like he's a, it. He's a rich tap dancing. <laughs> he is a rich. Yeah, because he's like above board. Like he's mm-hmm. he's he's hanging out that, on the top deck. Yeah, he's on yeah. the deck. <laughs> like I rented this steamer for just myself. Yeah. Okay, so theory time do we actually think that he is going to show up and be black or do we think he's just going to be a shape-shifting demon because that's my vote i think both i think he is a shape-shifting <laughs> yeah. demon who just happened to make like i think he is the thing that's chasing her around her dreams mm-hmm. yeah he's forcing her to him so that he you know he can manipulate her mm-hmm. i thought your question was going to be will <laughs> he get off of that steamboat um with a linen suit oh, oh yeah. the answer is yes <laughs> he's the gonna show up yes. in all white and he's gonna he's gonna do a little curtsy and take off his hat and like oh madame in the slums of London. Uh huh. He's gonna get off that boat with some white gators. Just <laughs> Jess was hugging him so hard, and I'm just like, ma'am, he is still a stranger, honey. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Did we? You are okay. you are meeting a man from your dreams, and from, also this is like the like 18th century catfish because you well, just made a strange right. man from it's the internet. From your- it's that from your nightmares that turn into your dreams. Like, madam, read the You're, you're just hanging out with Freddy Krueger. You Basically. really are. You, and she's you, loving you it. turned location oh, yeah, on it. and now he's coming. What if he turns into Freddy Krueger? Well, no, that wouldn't work. But what if? They can't have Freddy Krueger here. They don't right. exist here. All right. Okay. Um, anyway, we <laughs> one, when she wakes up, she's like, oh, my God, my, my old black friend is coming to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Freddy Krueger thing was not the question that I wanted to ask, but you said Freddy Krueger and that snapped in my head. No, my question is, when she was hugging him, did we ever, like, did the camera ever turn to show us his face? No. No. You only see her. And I felt like he was going to be on some demonic shit, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was like, get get out of here, Stringer Body. You're not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> we, go, we go back to the real world and... Um, B is basically taking checking checking out the picture of her mom and she's like, Oh my god, 
she notices that she is doing the same uh, crack fiend scratch. She's like, oh my God, you know, in the picture. So she's like, oh, they were junkies together. Um, and then she realizes that maybe Sherlock loved her mom and that he is the one who keeps leaving bottles at her grave because he's going there to express his grief. Um, also, Miss Hudson basically tells them that whatever they were doing, she was screaming a lot and she seemed in pain. And they believe that uh, Sherlock and Watson were, you know, uh, harming their mother. So she goes to the gravesite and Sherlock is there or what we think is Sherlock. She calls him Sherlock. But uh, a very disheveled drunk man is there in the rain asleep fade to black no no you miss so you miss leopold like jumping off the yeah yeah i forgot about that uh leopold (laughs) after he decides he doesn't want to hang out with the rich people um he tries to escape his home again and that mean man keeps bothering him (laughs) his handler pops up and he's like hey i'm trying to do what's good for you i hooked you up with bitches i hooked you up with this party (laughs) you Mm -hmm. keep trying to leave you want to go and hang out in the real world but you're gonna die because you're a frail bitch and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Jumps off the balcony. Um, we don't hear something break, but I'm assuming something broke. Well, he had to hobble himself to his next location. So yeah. he must and have made it at least somewhat. And uh, what's his name? Finds him. And he, well, he's already in their house when they show up. Mm-hmm. Spike and Jesse. And Spike is Spike yeah. and Jesse. It's Spike, right? and, it's Spike, Jesse, and Billy. Because mm-hmm. no, Billy leaves. He says he found a girl that he's going to go meet. We don't know what that means. Across um, town. B yeah, seems B, really excited about it. B rolls well, out. Really She's uh, She goes to, to the grave and finds Sherlock. And then yeah. uh, Spike and Jesse find Leopold all fucked up in their dirty the ass. B has room. compassion and that's why he's there. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have to jump off the balcony. He could have snuck right. the door. I just feel like there were so many other stops we could have made it to before we said, you know what? Let's I jump think off the, the guards <laughs> would have stopped him. I think that's I was just expecting him to hit things. the ground and crumble up like Splat. a potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> so how many bones do you think he's broken? Oh, both legs for sure. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna we're gonna see it next episode. Like somebody takes his pants off and like all of his legs are all like bruised up all over. <laughs> I was gonna say jelly. Like, like I don't think he, like I don't think his bones break, but I think no. like the way it's that his Mr. blood Glass. works. <laughs> yeah, he's, he doesn't have brittle bone disease. He just he he gets hurt very easily. So he's gonna yeah. be out of commission. You know, he's gonna was, be work all the next episode in a chair, just like giving them information. Was the real books. Prince Leopold in a wheelchair, Manier? You looked him up the other day. Um, no, he did die of a of a cut though. Well, listen. <laughs> He didn't. Even, he doesn't even get to die off a cut. He dives off of a. Well, allegedly, I don't know if he's dead. Maybe he'll be alive in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think he's dead. Do we? Th- you guys think he's dead? I think Do he might hold? die. I mean, listen. I feel like what if he like fucked himself up so badly that like he's dying very slowly. No, I feel like he's going to be out of commission, and either he would be near death, and like I think. Uh, Big Daddy's gonna show up, and he'll be like, you know, let's use our powers <laughs> together, and we can heal him. Captain Planet. <laughs> yep, they're gonna show up and heal him with some new magic that we don't know about. Mm. He's like, oh, come on down. He'll just set a spell. Give me some of that lemonade, and let's heal this old white boy. Okay, so <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so... I loved it there. The um, Prince Leopold that I believe this is based off of, it mm-hmm. may not be, but I think it is the one that um, actually that one that say bleh, the one that also had hemophilia. He um, it the hemophilia led to his death. 
um, at the age of 30. Mm. So. Well, he's got at least 13 more years in this yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. How old do we think? Well, she's 17. So, and he's, he's 17. Seven, he's 17 too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. okay. yeah. Okay. So he's, he's got close to, you know, what, 15, 16 years? years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's episode four. Um, yeah. It was good. The fourth episode wasn't as good as the third, but I, th- I feel like a lot more happened in the fourth and we had more, you know, background with Nycroft, uh, Mycroft and Sherlock's history. So okay. Do you think so Sherlock actually, is, oh, sorry. Oh, no, you no I was saying this one, we actually see him. Do you think Sherlock is um, Jess's dad? Yes, because I thought yeah, they were married. I, totally I thought that's why they zoomed in on the I hand. thought they were married, Was the too. ring. I'm yeah. like, junkie scratches. scratches. I didn't know yeah. what we were doing. Oh, I thought it was the ring. Yeah, I didn't notice the ring. I, I noticed the scratching, and I was like, oh, okay, well, they were they were together. They were all junkies. I It was the ring. No? <laughs> yeah. Did not notice the ring. Um, okay, well, she, Sherlock she, is her dad. <laughs> and right. That's, did, yeah, it, that's, that's my story. It did prove that uh, Watson also is a big dumbass because he didn't figure that out either. What do you that mean? They were, Watson didn't feel it, figure out that they were together and that Sherlock was going to the grave. Shut up. I think Watson knows exactly that they their situation. I think Watson knows no, that but they he didn't, were together. He didn't think to go to the grave like B did. No, no. Well, I mean, the last time that he went, he ran into B. So, yeah. you know. Mm. No, I don't. I think that Watson definitely knows that they were together. Well, then he's just an insensitive dick. He might be. They're really writing him that way. Yeah. Something. It's got to be something big because at this point, I'm just like, Ugh. I don't. Why are you so mean to them? Mm-hmm. Why are you so mean to everyone? What's your deal? Yeah, I say normally in like any other Sherlock thing, it's always the other way around where Sherlock is rude to everyone, and Watson is always apologizing, like, "Sorry for my rude ass friend." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now we don't even get apologies. We have like somebody that's high all the time and then this yeah. douchebag. He's just like, I'm rich and I'm smart. You're dumb and poor. Basically. I mean, I'd yeah. like to see that on a black man, but also, not every week, though. Yeah. <laughs> he is Do you a have doctor. A, a good day ever? <laughs> no, he's Good day being junkie. rich and smart. Right. He's got to deal with I mean, I, yeah, I would have an attitude if I had to hang out and, like, always look out for my junkie best friend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, that is episode four. We are done for this week. Uh, Courtney, I believe you are in charge next week, right? It is. And it's All five right. and six, and that's five that's and six the end of it, right? No, it's seven and eight. So it's back I was to like, you. There, there's, I'm there's eight, eight episodes, episodes total. ma'am. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Starting and ending with you. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So if you <laughs> if you enjoyed this and you want to to write in, you can send us an email. Concentrated podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on all the social platforms, or at least the ones that old people use. I I'm not into TikTok and whatever <laughs> clubhouse. I don't understand those things. Um, you can hit us on Twitter and Instagram at Concentrated Pod is our handle on both. Um, you can join our Facebook Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash concentrated podcast. Facebook. <laughs> yep, our face group page. It's, it's my book face. I'm old. Leave me alone. Um, you can also give us a call with a voicemail and we'll play it on the show and answer your questions. Uh, our number there is 301-531-4393. Uh, that number is also international and works on WhatsApp as well. So if you want to send us a message on that. Um, and am I forgetting anything? Oh, uh, we also have some other shows. We have the OG Concentrated Podcast, which we're still doing. Um, 
by the time you hear this, we'll be prepping for our centennial episode, episode one hundo. Yep. Uh, we also have Heralds of the MCU, which is all about Marvel's cinematic universe. Currently, we're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We also have the episodes talking about uh, Wanda, WandaVision, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our side podcast, Throwing Bows, if you're into MMA, uh, which is blowing up. Uh, mm-hmm. Maria is writing articles and talking to professional fighters. And I see her yeah, talking doing- to like... A, a, a player, like a, yeah. a fighter. She, she did an interview with Ryan Bader, who is like, I think Bellator's uh, heavyweight champ. So mm-hmm. she she doing big things, big things in that. She's doing big things. We're it? so proud. Okay. Yep. We're so proud of her. Listen, Eric said, let me get this last accent in before we wrap big, it up. Big things fight, man. Big things. Ooh, end it, end it. Just Ryan, if you can hear this, the views we don't do reflected. We, right. we, don't, we don't know how to do that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we're done for this week, so hit us up, and we'll be back next week to talk about episode five and six. Peace. Bye.